Episode 410 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Um, well. Uh, today's topic is going to be our E3 2019 preview predictions episode. We do one of these just about every year. At least I think we have since since about when we started. We're, we normally do it right before E3, but we didn't this year because next week's episode is going to be on Felseal, which I'll talk a little bit about later on in the episode because I played a little bit of it. Um, but we're going to do that next week. We had just debated on whether or not we were going to do that this week or next week um but it turns out Corey couldn't join us this week so we decided to have our e3 preview predictions episode this week instead um mostly preview a little bit of predictions uh i don't know maybe some bold predictions will i'm trying to think if i can come up with anything bold honestly yeah because i i like to do bold but also plausible not yeah. just something like wild you know yeah like like, can... like microsoft and sony are gonna merge as companies like that's not yeah it's not plausible, plausible. yeah that'll <laughs> never happen no so you want to keep it on the believable side yeah. but still bold yeah possible yeah i'm with you on that yeah so uh teasers for later on the episode you have anything you want to tease will um i played fell seal played like 20 hours of fell seal i probably kind of wait to talk I mean, obviously yeah. we're doing it in our episode, so I won't give too much of a, um, my thoughts on it. Uh, I started Persona 5, Ooh. but again, I only put maybe an hour in, mm-hmm. so uh, I probably won't give too many thoughts okay. on that. Uh, I'm trying to think if I played anything else, but I don't think so. Yeah, our Felseal discussion will probably be mostly first impressions. Yeah. So, uh, the only thing I have to tease for later on the episode is I watched the the game of thrones documentary Mm -hmm. um that was kind of the send-off to the to the last season it was i was like an hour and a half it was a hair under two hours uh so i'll talk a little bit about that i won't spoil anything for anyone that hasn't seen it but yeah um it was it was it was quite impressive so Mm -hmm. i'll talk a little bit about that during my week so uh main segment uh e3 2019 preview predictions so this year ea and sony are not officially taking part in the conference lineup um ea is doing their own thing it's called ea play it's a separate event i believe it's still in los angeles and not far but it's not in the main part of the thing and apparently there was invitations and stuff they are they do have uh, a schedule of events where they're going to be streaming stuff for their game so i'll get that get to that um sony at least as of now hasn't announced anything uh what what they're doing for for e3 uh they some people thought they might do a nintendo direct style presentation but as of yet there's there's nothing so which is surprising it's very surprising that they're not not doing something um maybe they aren't yeah i don't know it's hard to say but i don't know if it's a money saving thing or i know i know there's a lot of distractions during e3 so but you know it gives microsoft and nintendo a chance to flex take the spotlight yeah Yeah. that's for sure so uh so yeah first off we'll start with ea play so ea play starts um i believe it starts on saturday june 8th so that's the first thing that happens um so at 9 30 is this all on the same day what the the micro or not the microsoft the bethesda no, I'm talking about just the EA stuff. 
Um, oh. So EA, yeah, yeah it'll be, be begin Saturday, uh, June 8th at 9.15 a.m. Pacific, 12.15 Eastern. Um, that's going to be countdown. To, uh, this that uh, They must have all their big stuff right off the bat. Uh, so they're going to be talking about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's going to be hosted by Greg Miller and Andrea Renee. Uh, a couple, couple of big names in the in the gaming space. Um, I think that's what everyone wants to see from this. Uh, you know, you have your Battlefield stuff, Battlefield Five. Uh, you got FIFA, Madden, The Sims. Eh, you know. <laughs> Honestly, like the only thing that I think might be semi interesting is obviously going to be Star Wars, but maybe for people who like the game Apex. Yep, Apex Legends is going to be at ten ten a.m. So that so, stuff almost be on Saturday. That's that's what it looks like. So Saturday morning, yeah, uh, or afternoon, early afternoon for us us Easter East Coasters. I mean, honestly, EA has nothing that I'm really interested in because I'm not even a big Star Wars fan. So right, yeah, you're the least the uh, least Star Wars fan out of out of the four of us. So yeah, like I think the game's gonna be cool, and I'll probably get it if it looks pretty cool. But like, I'm not like, oh man, a AAA Star Wars. I'm I'm all in. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. honestly, yeah, it's got nothing for me. Unless no. they announce something like Mass Effect related, like the trilogy remastered, that would right. probably be the thing that would get me the most excited. The only thing people think they might surprise us with is Dragon Age, something Dragon Age. Okay. Uh, Dragon Age Four. So, boy, not a lot to care about there. They might, they <laughs> might, they might do some something with Titanfall, uh, but we don't know. Yeah, I mean, Anthem's dead. Pretty much, there was that news story that's got less players than Battlefield One. Really? Yeah, I hadn't heard that. So, I mean, it's not doing well. I don't even think Battlefield Five is doing very well either. Man. So they're in not a good spot. Apex Legends is like the only big money-making thing they've got right now. Yeah, and it came out of nowhere too, which was the the biggest surprise of it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And actually, I just read that it's dropped revenue seventy-one percent. Sure. Yeah, so, after that initial, I mean, it'll have its hardcore players, but after that initial boost that it got right off the bat, I think people kind of went back to Fortnite and and whatever other games they're playing. Yeah, I, I would. Would you say Apex is bigger than PUBG? I I really don't know. I don't I don't follow either one of those or even Fortnite at all. Uh, it's not really in my wheelhouse as far as like what's being played on Twitch. Um, the people that I follow on Twitch are you that that play that style of game play apex legends uh, none of the people i follow play uh pubg at all they'll play fortnite um that's probably the most popular one but then a little bit of apex legends so i took note of this the other day and i remember apex was ahead of pubg but right now pubg is ahead of apex okay on twitch yeah gotcha uh so that's it for for uh yeah their conference was usually the worst for me i I usually always hated them their their conferences so i'm kind of glad they decided to go this route and and you know i'll catch the star wars thing and that's that'll be it for me i'm not i won't watch any any of the other stuff for it yeah so uh next up on the list so the actual conferences start with microsoft which is going to be on 4 p.m eastern 1 p.m pacific on sunday june 9th uh, we will probably see something for Halo Infinite. We'll probably see Gears 5. We'll probably see a new Forza. 
Um, I've heard a few Fable 4 rumors. Of course, that's being developed now by Playground Games, who did uh, Forza Horizon. We'll probably see something from Project xCloud, um, but I'm really hoping we also see their new console. Uh, It's Project Scarlet right now. Nothing... No details have been released on it so far yet, but that, you know this would be a good time, especially since Sony is not going to be at E3. They would get all the attention. A uh, couple things with that. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to see something Halo Infinite related. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, that's their biggest IP at this point. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll see something about that Gears turn-based game. Oh, I forgot. They're making a Gears strategy game. I think, yeah, I'm actually, I could care less about Gears, but I think that's a cool, cool idea. To it do. is a very cool idea. You're right. I completely forgot about that. They announced it, was that last year at E3 or two years it, ago at E3? Last year, and we got nothing on it so far. Yeah, I, I completely forgot that even existed. Um, so that's cool. Uh, probably new, uh, We I'm hoping we see things from, from their newly acquired studios, uh, Undead Labs, Compulsion, and Ninja Theory. Yeah. Um, we don't know. I think we definitely get the new fable yeah i remember predicting that, this last year and it didn't still nothing yeah but... i mean I, I my my next thing on my list is what do we need to see what do we want to see from microsoft uh, and that's my top one actually is is fable fable 4 if, if anything's going to get me excited about xbox again it, it's fable 4 um, yeah i know they're yeah. they've been typically like overhyped um but they ended up being like decent rpgs and uh, with Fable Two, in my opinion, being being the best of the bunch. Yeah, I mean, I've always really liked all of the Fables Fable games. I kind of thought, I feel like Fable Two and Three got kind of maligned a little bit, uh, a little unnecessarily, because I thought I loved the games personally. Yeah. Um, you know, as you said, they're a little disappointing. I wasn't really paying attention to the hype at that point anyway. I just kind of like secondhand and played it from like you and Corey, but. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for that one. That's I'm with you. That's probably the thing I want to see the most of, followed by probably new console stuff because mm-hmm. Sony started already putting out details on their new console. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Like they haven't said they're making it, but they've put details out. So it's just, like they haven't confirmed that they're making it out, but have put out details. It's like really weird how they're yeah, doing it, it this, this go around. Um, yeah, I really think one thing they need to address is will digital games purchases from the Xbox One convert over to the next xbox and playstation i believe i heard playstation is doing that so any digital games you own that you bought through the ps4 and maybe even ps3 um will carry over onto the ps5 that's that's got to be there one of my biggest complaints about the consoles is having to rebuy all these games when a new console comes out you know and for the longest time nintendo was was good about the the backwards compatibility but the switch obviously is not yeah um which is probably my biggest complaint about it at this point. My probably, I would say my only complaint about it is that I have all these games that I bought di- and digitally too that 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 don't work on it. And I would love for a way t- to get those to work on it. That would be great. But Dan, you don't want to buy Final Fantasy VII again on your new Xbox and PlayStation? <laughs> well, I'm going to buy it on the Switch. You better yep. believe that. At some Same point, here. I will buy it. Um, it just sucks because that's a good way for them to make money for little to no effort and yeah. uh, one thing they did too with the i believe it was the <clears throat> wii u eShop was they just charged you like a couple dollars to upgrade your library to be able to play on the wii u like if you owned a game on the wii digital shop if you paid like a dollar for mario you could get it on the wii u and i would love to see something i would pay a few bucks for all the games to transfer over or 10 yeah, or 15. definitely 
I would too. That would absolutely be fine. Um, so yeah, they they need to address a lot of that stuff. Like you, I would love to see new new console stuff, um, platform exclusives for their for their new studios. Definitely have to have those. Uh, Sony is eating Microsoft's lunch in the in the in the exclusives. Oh man, category. There's not even um, a competition. Yeah, I mean, despite my love, I I like Gears a lot. The Forza Horizon games have been fantastic, but uh, the, you can't compare it to Sony's exclusives. Not even close. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, and then I would love to see keyboard and mouse support for more games. That's one thing they pumped up. I don't know if it was last year's E3 or the year, the year before. Um, accessibility is a big thing for them. They have the the accessibility controller. I can't think of the name of it right now, um, but it's that big controller with all the inputs in it for for uh, disabled uh, gamers to be able to experience the games the way they can they they can. Um, so I would love to see more keyboard and mouse support for for yeah. more games. That would that would. Uh, solve a lot of my problems with playing shooters on a, on a console yeah i'm with you on that one i actually was just listening to a podcast with like one of the guys was saying he doesn't think he can play shooters with a uh key a controller anymore yeah thought, thought of you once you get used to it like I, I just can't i'm terrible and it's not fun it's just not yeah so i wish i could get the hang of it again but i, I just can't it's it's brutal and even the switch like is has spoiled me because of the the motion you know I, I talk about breath of the wild all the time and the aiming in that i'll get as close as i can with the with the i guess it's the right stick and then i'll you know i'll tilt it and i'll fine tune my aim and that's like so intuitive and so perfect yeah. even something like that would work for me and I, I but the the xbox controller doesn't have tilt controls the dualshock 4 does but it's just not used that way yeah um, which is unfortunate yeah, that's Microsoft. Anything else you'd like to see from Microsoft? Not really. I mean, I don't even know what... Other than what we've said, like, yeah, I think Halo, Fable, Xbox stuff, new Xbox stuff, I think that's about it. I'm the... I hope they have something for me that I don't know that I want. Yeah. You know no, I, I mean? yeah, I, yeah, the big surprise. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe they show off Cyberpunk here, get a release date, maybe? Yeah, Cyberpunk is going to make an appearance at E3. Uh, they, no, they didn't specify where, if it's going to be part of one of the one of the bigger press conferences or, or what, but it, it is going to be there in some capacity. So Yeah. I think it was rumored that they're, it's definitely getting a release date. Oh, that's good. I think I read that. But I Pro- I'm, I'm going to guess early next year. Early For- 2020 is my thought. That's definitely probably what I'm thinking too. It's hard though, because like everyone now like wants to believe all these crazy things. So maybe yeah. it won't be. So yeah, no, definitely. It's it's hype gets out of control a little bit this time of the year. So yeah, like oh, did you know, blah 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 is gonna get announced, and then it yeah. never does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mother three confirmed. <laughs> that they should honestly. They should. I agree. Uh, moving on, Bethesda's up next, so their conference is going to be at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5.30 Pacific on Sunday, June 9th. Uh, we will probably hear some updates for Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Online, probably see some stuff for Elder Scrolls Blades and Elder Scrolls Legends, probably going to see Doom Eternal. Um, I'm really hoping we see something from Elder Scrolls 6 or Starfield other than like a logo screen i they said no yeah oh they they confirmed no okay dang it um i'm hoping for a new fallout a surprise fallout announcement 
uh, an actual Fallout announcement. I don't know if that would be received well. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, people would probably be uh, waiting with bated breath on that one because of the cluster F that's Fallout 76. If I'm Bethesda, I'm literally not even bringing up Fallout 76 other than maybe I mentioned. Yeah. I'll be honest. The only thing I'm, you know, kind of looking at that might be kind of cool is Elder Scrolls Online stuff, but I'm not even going to play that. So, honestly, Bethesda's probably the conference. I have them up there with EA for how little I care that they're probably going to show. Yeah. I was interested last year when they announced Rage 2. I, I was I was jazzed for that. I haven't ended up getting it yet. But a lot of that's because my computer's not quite powerful enough anymore to, to play stuff like that. So that's, that's yeah. a large part of the reason. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, like, what, is there anything in Bethesda's, Dan, that you were like... Not that I can think of. I mean, I'm excited for Starfield and to see what that's about. Um, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about Elder Scrolls 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, as much as I would love to see a new Fallout announcement, I don't think we're going to get that. I mean, if it follows the pecking order of Elder Scrolls Fallout, Elder Scrolls Fallout, we're a ways from it, but yeah, um, you never know. Maybe another Wolfenstein? They're actually going to be showing off, uh, man, one of those side Wolfenstein games. I yeah, isn't remember. it a mech game? Yeah. That's right. Which... I haven't played the other Wolfensteins yet. They're on my list. Yeah. The first, well, the last two that came out. They're not the first two, but, like, I want to play those. So, like, this one doesn't really do much for me because we yeah. haven't played the other ones yet. Yeah, I liked Wolfenstein, um, the the reboot, I guess you could call it. I haven't played Wolfenstein 2, but I would very mm-hmm. much like to. Again, it boils down to my computer just not being powerful enough to play those those sorts of games that's something i'm gonna have to address because i want a computer power powerful enough to play cyberpunk the way it's meant to be played so yep that is something i'm gonna have to address at some point yeah you and i gotta make these computer upgrades soon yeah so that's it i mean i don't have high hopes for bethesda i don't think you do either well no yeah Uh, Next up on the list is Devolver Digital. So that'll be at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Sunday, June 9th. I literally have no idea what to expect uh, for this one other than chaos, cool indies, and murder. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those wild cards I never know either. Yeah, uh, their press conference last year was wildly entertaining. Apparently it's going to have the same uh, keynote speaker. Their their fictional, I I believe it's CEO, uh, the, the crazy woman. I don't know if you watched it last year, Will. Yeah, I did see it. I can't remember that. I can't remember her name. It's like Jane Struthers or something like that was, was her name. I just remember watching it and being like, what am I watching? What, what is happening? Uh, and then cool indies that they showed during it. So, uh, Like last year, I believe they announced My Friend Pedro, um, which is a cool game that I'll at some point get. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just remember watching it last year and thinking I wasn't on the E3 channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're like, what, what is this? Where's the games? Yeah. Uh, next on the list is the PC Gaming Show, which is going to be 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Monday, June 10th. Also, I don't have any idea what to expect here. Um, maybe some new hardware announcements. I really have no idea because it, they can do anything with this. So. Yeah, I don't know hardware very well, so it's hard for me to get excited, I guess. Yeah. But... 
I'm sure there'll be something, a few things here or there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it was like uh, game announcements that, that, you know, wouldn't get the, the attention during the, the bigger press conferences. So there'll yeah, probably be some we'll of that get... updates. You know, there might be something from, from Blizzard with maybe World of Warcraft. I was uh, just classic. Say, but... I would love to see like, you know, an official date for that and when you can start pre-ordering it. I um, think there I'm... is official date. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they just announced it. Um, but yeah, it, that's something I'm looking forward to for whatever reason. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I Like, if Blizzard comes in and be like, oh, here's, like, Warcraft 3. This is when it's coming out. Like, stuff like that. Like, I'm all for that. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see that. Um, next up is Ubisoft. That's going to be 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Monday, June 10th. I expect we'll see some Skull and Bones. Probably some Beyond Good and Evil 2. We'll probably see some updates for The Division 2. It's apparently been rumored that Ubisoft has three or four AAA titles to announce still this fiscal year, so I'm excited to, to hear what those might be. Uh, one thing we do know is there will be no Assassin's Creed announcement. There's not going to be any Assassin's Creed this year, so that'll be for next year, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, so one of them is going to be Watch Dogs 3. You think? Yeah, that that's like one of the worst kept secrets oh, right okay. now. That's going on. Uh, so Watch Dogs Three is going to be one. Um, I don't know. We'll see some Just Dance probably. They always seem to sneak in Just Dance. Yes. Yeah, and as you said, Beyond Good and Evil would be one too. That's they're, they're going to show off. I kind of am interested to see what else Ubisoft's got because they said they got all those unannounced stuff that are coming out this mm-hmm. fiscal year. So uh, I'll be interested to see what they pull off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What it, I mean, anything you want to see. Because I would, I would like to see a few more UB art framework games. We haven't seen any of those in a while. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's what uh, Valiant Hearts and, and Child of Light were made on. So I would love to see something mm-hmm. like that. That would be cool. A couple things. Um, there's apparently a Ubisoft Stream Pass that mm. got rumored. Yes. Um, oh, I thought I put that in here, but I guess I didn't. Yeah. So they're apparently having a, a pass similar to EA Access or Origin Access. Mm-hmm. No details on that yet. It's a rumor at this point, but yeah, that's I'm definitely interested in that. Yeah, I mean, if I can play all their games for the price that like EA Access is, I'm all for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I was kind of against that sort of thing when it first started, but I feel like it's just a tool to use. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting to pay for it all the time. You know, just if they have a couple games that I want to play that I don't necessarily want to pay full price for because I'm not sure if they'll like them or I'm not sure if I'll spend enough time to spend an entire $60 on a game or whatever, then, you know, that's a, that's a great way to, great way to do it. Yep, definitely. There's also rumors of a Rocket League-like roller derby game. Oh, really? In the works by Ubisoft. Okay. Series, I've, another thing. I, I figured someone at some point would try to, try to catch some of the, the Rocket League, uh, wonder if I can wind, momentum. It. Here, I'm going to see if I can Google it really quick. Roller yeah. Derby. Ubisoft. Oh, I did have Ubisoft Pass here, but I put it in the wrong section. I put it under Square Enix for some reason. Okay. Because I'm an idiot, probably. That's, no. That's the most likely reason. Um, New Ubisoft game, Roller Champions League's title. Could be at E3. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, just they have a ball, roller skates, and there's, like, a track. That's cool. I, Rocket League I'm style roller derby game. Interested at the very least. Let's see what they come up with. 
I when I first saw it, I didn't know if it was just somebody messing with people. Yeah, like an April Fool's joke that you didn't hear when it first happened. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, apparently the what to like how to play it is leaked too. So hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if that gets announced. I'll be cool. for it. Yeah, I would definitely play that. All right. Uh, so next up is Square Enix who is at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Monday, June 10th. Uh, I'm assuming we'll hear about Dragon Quest Builders 2 on Switch. Probably hear a little bit about Life is Strange 2, Episode 4. Um, just now, this was rumored up until today, maybe a couple hours ago, they announced that the uh, Marvel Avengers uh, Square Enix project will be there. Okay. Uh, that, is it Crystal Dynamics that's doing that one? Yeah, actually, I think you're right. I think, I think it, it is Crystal Dynamics. I think it's Crystal Dynamics that's doing that. So people are very excited for that. Um, that knocks the Square Enix. As, even though I'm not interested in superhero stuff or uh, Marvel or Avengers or anything, I'm still interested to see what they come up with. Just because Crystal Dynamics did such a good job with Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, that at least, at least is something for me, you know. Um, I don't know if we're going to see any more of the Final Fantasy VII remake. I think we do. I think they said more in June when they put out the most recent trailer. So I assumed E3. Yeah, so probably we'll see some of that. And outside of that, I don't know. I don't think we're going to hear anything about Final Fantasy 16. Ooh, I didn't even think about Final Fantasy 16. Probably some updates for Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, actually, I, Kotaki has been running articles about Final Fantasy 14 getting a big expansion and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah, we'll see some Final Fantasy fourteen stuff. Probably Kingdom Hearts three DLC. Yep, that's that's seems to be on a lot of a lot of people's uh predictions. So I'm assuming they'll have something. If Square Enix gives me all the details in the Final Fantasy Seven stuff, that's all I want. Yeah. I'm the rest still I can do with whatever. I'm still not jazzed on the Final Fantasy Seven remake. See I am. It looks it looks cool. Uh I don't like the episodic nature of it. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I guess. I'm interested. I hope they don't do it in three parts like the original game. Just two parts. Just two. Yeah. Yeah, especially since the detail they go into. Didn't you say that it's going to be a full sixty dollars for each part? Rumored. Yeah. That's right. It's just rumors. Yeah, because they haven't announced. The rumors for it makes it sound like it's going to be the best game ever, but <laughs> right. again, you never know. Yeah. Especially after all the development trouble it's apparently been through. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, so yeah, that's Square Enix. Not expecting a whole lot there, but we shall see. I always want to like Square Enix's stuff more than I end up liking it. Yeah. Uh, last on the list, Nintendo. Nintendo's Direct is going to be at 12pm Eastern, 9am Pacific on Tuesday, June 11th. Um, we will no doubt see a lot from Mario Maker 2, uh, which is going to be due out at the end of June, so they'll probably go really in-depth with that. We'll probably see a fair amount of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, we'll probably see some Link's Awakening stuff, because that's supposed mm -hmm. to come out later this year. So that should feature prominently. Uh, Fire Emblems 3 is coming out in August, so we'll probably see some of that. I'm hoping to see more Astral Chain. That's the J big July release for, for Nintendo. Uh, so I'm hoping to see more of that. I'm hoping to see Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, hopefully some gameplay and maybe a release date. Um, 
I'm hoping we see Bayonetta 3 and a release window, maybe. Maybe early next year for Bayonetta 3. Uh, we'll probably see the next Smash Brothers character that's coming out with the DLC. Oh, heck yeah. And then I'm hoping we see the light version of the Switch to see what that's all about. Animal Crossing, too. Animal Crossing, yeah. I forgot about Animal Crossing. That's one that I'm very, very pumped for. Yeah. Yeah, you and a lot of other people. I'm definitely interested in that one as well. Um, I, Nintendo easily has the most things that I'm interested in. Oh, definitely. Um, it's not even close. No, no, not for me either. But, I mean, that's largely because that's what I play the most, you know. I play games on PC here and there, um, but it's not convenient <coughs> or easy to do. Yeah. And a lot of the newer stuff I can't really play, so I play most games on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so. trying to think if they've for anything else for Nintendo. I also, again, and I'll say, I say this every single year and I sound like a broken record, but I'm going to say it again. I love their treehouse format of doing things. So after they show little blurbs and stuff on their, their Nintendo direct, if you watch the treehouse stuff for the next three days, it goes very in depth with all that stuff. A lot of times with developers explaining the thought processes behind the games and walking you through the game. So you really have a good idea of what you're getting when you, when you watch that, you know? Yeah. There's not going to be any surprises with any of the games that they, t- they have featured on the Nintendo Treehouse. Yeah. No, it's nice. Cause you get a lot, you get to actually see their games as opposed to it just being like, Oh, they announced it. Who knows when we see it? Yeah. Who knows when we see it? Who knows what it's like, you know, like yeah. th- they play them like for a lot of times hours. Uh, like I said, with their, their Nintendo treehouse staff and then a lot of times with the developers and stuff so mm-hmm. get a good in-depth look of mm-hmm. the game yeah so yeah that's the those are the main press conferences uh there's a few odds and ends we talked about cyberpunk probably being talked about at e3 um gosh there was one other big thing that just got announced let me see if i can find it um it's not the Death Stranding, Last of Us stuff, is it? No, um, Death Stranding, that's... Did I put that in Nibble Bits? I don't know. I had that for Nibble Bits, okay. so... Um, crap. Let me just run through my news feed here real quick. I swear there was one other, one other kind of big thing that wasn't part of the, uh, you know, the, the press conferences. Yeah, Death Stranding got a, got a trailer, uh, oh, I'll let you talk about that because that's in your in your nibble bits. I'm uh, looking too. I don't know if I don't think I see anything. Dang it! I was gonna do a miscellaneous section on my on my notes and I didn't, and now I'm regretting it. Um. Anyway, whatever. We'll. I'm sure we'll yeah. cover it when the time comes. So yeah, if we find it, we find it. Yeah. Uh, so Nibble Bits, Will, go ahead, get started with Nibble Bits. First one, Death Stranding's coming out November 8th uh, with a nine-minute trailer. I have no idea what this game's even about. The more yeah. I see from it, the more I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't watched this trailer yet. I do plan on, on probably tonight after we finish uh, watching it. But yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I don't I don't know. Uh, any Any little bits of the game I've seen like it. Looks like a third-person action game adventure stealth 
I don't know. This game better be the greatest thing ever, because I'm honestly kind of put off by how it gets shown off every time it mm-hmm. gets shown off. Yeah. It's just like... I don't know how to put it into words, but it something rubs me the wrong way. They're like, oh, look at this. This is the greatest thing ever yeah. sort of thing. Like, they treat... I don't know. It just kind of bothers me. Like, the fetus things, the teasers that we saw for, like, two years, like... I don't know. With with weird imagery? Yeah, Norman Reedus, who I just think of Daryl from The Walking Dead anyway, so like that kind of spoils the main character for me. To I, think be honest. Of, I think of Boondock Saints when I see Norman Reedus. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah that That's even of... before yeah before he was Daryl in The Walking Dead. And does that kind of ruin the protagonist for the game for you a little bit? It's a little weird. It does, it does for me. It's way too real. Yeah. So, I don't know. As I said, this better be the best thing ever this game you know it's not gonna be right (laughs) it's gonna be like my gta and red dead yeah i'm gonna hate it and i'm gonna be the only one (laughs) it's gonna it's gonna get eights that's what it's gonna be see i i think people are gonna give it nines and tens and like red dead and gta and i'm gonna play it and go "Eh." yeah all right no i i agree with gta i do really love uh red dead red dead too yeah, um, but I hated I hated Red Dead the first Red Dead. I hated Grand Theft Auto Four. I haven't played Grand Theft Auto Five, um, so I, I'm I'm kind of with you there. Yeah, yeah, we we are on the Rockstar not being impressed with most of their stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. As I said, this game better be awesome. I hope I like it, but I, I worry. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it will be out this year finally. Got a release date. The Last of Us Part 2 is reportedly, and this is from Jason Schreier, who I pretty much take anything he says as gospel. Yeah. Because uh, he's one of the only investigative journalists within gaming. Yeah. Um, he's usually the only one that ever really breaks scoops, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, getting pushed into early 2020, which is funny because I feel like I was hearing that it was coming out at some point this year and they're getting ready to put out a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows, but 2020 is when it's coming out. That's kind of funny because the PlayStation 5 is supposed to be coming out 2020. Mm. So I'm wondering if it Simultaneous is... launch. Exactly. If that's what they're doing for it. I... Why not, really? Yeah. It's so late. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I bet we see something from it here pretty soon, another trailer. Because I don't think we've really seen too much of the game, right? No. I... I remember seeing like a cinematic trailer. I don't. There was no gameplay. It was that one that people complained was too violent. If you remember that, God, that was a thing. What was it? What was it? It was on the. Was it the Game Awards? Maybe or so Gamescom? Maybe they had a press conference with it on, and it was. I'll admit it was pretty violent, but you know you're expecting it's 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 The Last of Us. Like it's supposed to be violent. Yeah. Um, so. It, it was pretty Could violent, you, uh, but it still, like, yeah, I don't if you're complain about the heart, violence. If you're pouring your heart and soul into this game, working crazy crunch that they do at Naughty Dog, and people are talking about this is way too violent, yeah. how would you feel? Uh, I'd probably feel the same way I do about the people that complain incessantly about the Game of Thrones last season. It's like, give it a break enough yeah who cares find something else to like and don't complain about the things that i like that's how i am i just want people to like everything that i like well they don't have to i just don't want to hear them complain about it all the time that's true just leave it alone and sign petitions to get the 
I'm not. E- I'm not even going to talk about it anymore because I don't want to. I'm going to pretend it never happened. Is what it's I, done, is Dan. What I'm saying. It's no more Game of Thrones. That's that's that. well. That's fine. I'm I'm saying to redo the last season. You probably saw that. What the complaints? No, some people. About a million people signed a petition to have the last season redone because they hated it so much. When has signing a petition ever done anything? It's not only is it stupid, um, but it's insulting. I think to all the people that gave their lives to that. You know that series. Yeah, no, that's sad yeah i don't know i just have better things to do than do that yeah but i no doubt will complain about something later in this episode because i am kind of <laughs> fired up today that's on that same plane not a problem so, no it's, uh, yeah well we got to complain about something but <laughs> to can't... the point where i'm mad enough to sign a petition to rewrite the line, no that's not gonna happen no god no i don't care enough yeah uh, my last nibble bit is the Spyro Reignited trilogy is coming to PC. There is a listing for it, so that's awesome. I'm honestly probably gonna buy it again. Mm-hmm. Forty dollars. I mean, it's, for that's all free a games. steal. Yeah, yeah. I still have to play Spyro two and three. I played through the first one already, but I haven't done two and three yet. So. I used to think Spyro Run was the one was the best one, but I think three might be the best one. Nice. But I don't know. I go back and forth. Uh, all three games are fantastic, though. Yeah. Uh, must plays. So uh, that's kind of it for me on Nibble Bits. I know there's more, but there's that Pokemon stuff that was all really weird. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'll talk about a couple of those things. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad you have it. Yes. Uh, so I've got a couple of Nibble Bits. My first one is that the World Health Organization has voted in gaming disorder to its list of illnesses. So this is the quote from, I don't know if it was their report or their, their justification, but it's, uh, quote, a pattern of persistent or recurrent gaming behavior, which is digital gaming or video gaming, uh, which may be online uh, or offline manifested by impaired control over gaming, which is onset, frequency, intensity, duration, termination, and context, uh, increasing priority given to gaming to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other life interests and daily activities and continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. The behavioral pattern is of sufficient severity to result in significant impairment in personal, family, social, educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. Um, So that was one of the big stories this week in gaming. Um, I really don't know how to feel about this. It's like anything, you know, there's... I'm, disorders yeah no i'm glad they called it a disorder not addiction because <clears throat> i'm i'm reluctant to call anything that's not chemical related an addiction I, I, you know that's just me you know like like well like if you're addicted to alcohol or drugs like you actually have a physical chemical addiction to it uh, a lot of people in the comment section said that, that that this is like a symptom of a larger problem which i i feel is the case yeah, you know, using definitely. video games to people use video games for all sorts of reasons. Some use it to combat depression, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. They're I'm glad they call it disorder it. and not addiction. I think that was a good a good call. Um, I know it's semantics, but I, I think the wordage here is important. So <clears> yeah, I'm with you on that totally. Uh, but yeah, I still I still like it. You always hear stories about people that you know ignore their kids, or uh, there was that Chinese couple that left their kid in an internet cafe. And didn't pay the attention to them for like twenty six hours, which I'm like, how is that even possible? Like, what yeah. is wrong with you? So I think there's deeper things there than just just 
be you know ha- be having a gaming disorder. The gamer, there's yeah. something else there. Um, so definitely, I'm with you on that one. But that's that's that. Uh, Journey is coming to the Epic Game Store starting next week on June 6th. Uh, it'll be at the price of 4.99, which probably means it's going to be a buy for me, even though I'm not jazzed on the Epic Game Store. Um, is it'll... it not on Steam? No. Really? It That's surprising. Uh, the only way you can play on PC currently is PlayStation Now. Okay. That, all right. So I feel like I've been seeing rumors that it was coming to PC for a long time now, and I'm surprised yeah. the Epic Store is getting it Epic first. Epic Store is getting it first, yes. Uh, it will support resolutions up to 4K. After the sale, it will return to the normal 14.99 price. So definitely, definitely interested in that one. I still am kicking myself for not having played it yet. But um, yeah, for 4.99, that's that's impulse buy territory, no question. So even 100%. though I, I don't like the Epic Game Store, I'll, I will buy Journey on it. Are you? Are you going to play this? This is off topic, kind of, because of the Epic Game Store. Are you playing Borderlands Three on Xbox with us? Probably not, unless they have keyboard and mouse support. I'll do it with keyboard and mouse support. Dang it, Dan! But yeah, so disappointing. I know. But I, I mean, I, I can always be convinced. Like if. Me and Corey are going to split it. $30, even if I... Maybe I can do a more melee-focused or shotgun-based... Fo- like, I can get up close to stuff and, and oh, shotgun yeah. it to death and, and, and be okay with that. That's kind of what I did with Anthem. Um, I was more of a melee, melee type of character. I was... Yeah. Whatever the heavy Titan is. I don't remember now, but... I can't remember either. Is it not Titan? Javelin. Yeah, basically Titan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. titan from titanfall yep <laughs> uh, that's what ruined me for shooters in the first place as i sat down playing titanfall on pc and i was like i am learning how to play a shooter with a keyboard and mouse for this game and then it ruined you forever and then i couldn't yeah then i couldn't do it on a controller anymore when did titanfall one come out 2013 Sounds right. I'm gonna Google it real quick, just so I can know how long you've been ruined. <laughs> uh, Titanfall One came out in 2014. 2014. Okay, so I probably I didn't have an Xbox anymore. Yeah, so you had a I had a PC. computer. Yeah, so that probably yeah, factored into my decision. Yeah, because you sold your PlayStation or your Xbox because of um, Assassin's Creed Three. Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah. And you didn't have a PlayStation 4 anymore at that point either, right? I don't think PlayStation 4 was out at that point. Didn't the PlayStation 4 come out in 2015? No, it was out then because Titanfall was... We all played it on the... uh, It was on the new consoles. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure it came out in 2013. Yeah, 2013, November. Was when the PlayStation came out? Yep. Really? Yep. I had my PlayStation for almost a year. So yeah, you probably just recently I probably had just recently gotten rid of it. Wow. That was a while ago. Yeah. You've had both consoles and but not at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I got my Xbox much, much after I got rid of the PlayStation 4. Yeah, five years. Uh my last nibble bit, uh it doesn't seem like anyone uses this but me, but YouTube gaming. Both the app and the the homepage are shutting down uh, tomorrow, 
The streaming? Yeah, the str- the streaming app. That's what that's what it was initially focused for, but everything's just getting merged right in. It's already there available on the actual just legitimate YouTube app. Oh, okay. so um, the streaming on YouTube's not going away. No, 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 no. That's okay. not nothing of that's changing. They had its own they had it's had its own separate uh separate app that was just a hub for gaming specific stuff. Okay. Uh, that I use both on my phone and on my on my Chromebook and that's how I watch gaming gaming content um but that's that's going away now so it's just going to be on youtube youtube instead of splitting splitting it up so i was gonna say if they were getting rid of the streaming how am i gonna watch the illegal streams for hockey yeah no nope that'll still all be there uh and that's all i've got for nibble oh pokemon go plus plus stuff yeah what was this i i didn't watch the whole announcement but i read a little bit about it afterwards so apparently they're trying to um Market Pokemon to twenty-year-olds with sleep and what yeah. Was the other one. So Nintendo was initially making a sleep tracking device. They canceled that, but somehow it seems like they rolled it rolled it into a device called Pokemon Go Plus uh, Plus and Pokemon Sleep. It's a mobile app that hopes to turn sleeping into entertainment, and it'll work with Pokemon's new Pokemon Go Plus Plus device. Um, we're to the point now where we need to make sleep entertaining yeah it'll use an embedded accelerometer to track users time sleeping and send this information to their smartphone via bluetooth this new device also has the same functions as the original pokemon go plus so trainers can use it with pokemon go during the day and with pokemon sleep at night Uh, it's gonna launch in 2020 so i don't know how it integrates into the game what it's supposed to do when you're sleeping I don't know if maybe levels up your Pokemon, but like I have no idea what the integration is here. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I think this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I we were joking about it. it was last night or the night before, whenever the announcements were made, and I was like, yeah, I've already got my Fitbit telling me I don't sleep enough. I don't need Pokemon Go telling me I don't sleep enough too. You know. Yeah. So yeah, basically, the amount you sleep and when you wake up affects the gameplay essentially a sleep tracker that connects to pokemon go and pokemon go plus yeah there's really not many details but yeah because there was also that pokemon masters yeah which is just like another mobile game yeah it's just like there's trainers from the past and the present and like you build teams Hmm. that's really all people know yeah that was a weird weird couple of announcements yeah, and they announced that the next the Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct is, like, next Tuesday or something like that. So it was weird that they did that announcement, and then they're having another one. Yeah, that is weird. I guess I guess it's for the better. People would lose it if they <laughs> said they're having a Pokemon Direct. and Announced Pokemon, Pokemon Go++ Plus Plus and Pokemon Sleep. Yeah, there would be, there would be suicides. Yeah, riot, rioting in the streets. So yeah, I knew this was smart. People people would have trashed the Nintendo store in New York City. Oh god, yes. Those poor people. Yeah. Okay. Uh how was your week, Will? Uh good. I still feel like crap. I've been so tired all the time. Uh but I'm back to work now. Mm-hmm. Which boy, that I returned Saturday and Sunday and it was rough. I was not 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 with it, but I'm getting better now. Yeah. I'm losing most of like the sick symptoms, other than the fatigue, mm-hmm. which is good. All I want to do is sleep. Um, so I've been doing that. Uh, I 
talked about how I watched Black Clover, which is an anime last week. I finally caught up now uh, to where it is. And the cool thing about this one is it's ongoing, and the Japanese version is on episode, like, 85, and the English one's on 82, so it's not that far behind. Because uh, I know Dragon Ball Super has been done for, like, a year now, mm-hmm. and the English part's still not caught up. Wow. So that's really, really annoying. But I gotta say, Black Clover starts out rough, but I think it might be my favorite anime. Really? Yeah, I loved it. it. I talked about it a little bit last week, how it borrows a lot of stuff from other ones, but it kind of really deviates from uh, from the rest of like the normal anime tropes that you see. They're still there, but they do... like The thing that I'm always blown away with in that is how they do team fights. They do that really well because everybody has different magic abilities. So, like, one of the the main character, Asta, doesn't have magic, but he's got anti magic, and he can his sword cuts through every magic ability. But that's a close range thing, so he's not that good at a range yet. So they're using one character who can cast portals throughout the battlefield, and another person had like thread magic, which can like attach to Asta. So like they're throwing him around the battlefield into different portals, and he's coming out of different spots, and they're like swinging him from place to place, and like he's attacking a monster up close. And like it was a really creative idea. Nice. Um, so they do a lot of really cool stuff like that. I really think it. The the show got a bad rap because the main character liked to yell a lot and was kind of loud and obnoxious. But they really toned that back a lot after like episode like ten. Mm-hmm. So I really think people should give it a shot and really give it a give it a go because I think it, it it's amazing. Really, I I really do love it. So um, it's to the point now where like I am excited every the episodes go up every Sunday. So like I'm excited Sunday night when I get home to be able to to watch a Black Clover episode now. Nice. So um, it's part of my new routine. So people should check that out. But other than that, I've just been playing Felsio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a couple quick things to go over. Uh, first, watch the Game of Thrones documentary. I think it was called The Final Watch, um, and it's kind of it's a kind of a behind the scenes of the filming of the last season. Uh, it's really really impressive what they were able to do. Um, yeah, and it's something you don't think about all the coordination that goes on behind the scenes, both for getting people places, uh, getting infrastructure places like bathrooms and food and. Uh, you know, one of the one of the battle scenes was fifty five nights in a row, like night shooting from ten p.m. to five or six o'clock in the morning for months. Oh, they did that, God. or a month and a half, or whatever it was. Uh, so it was just all the coordination and stuff that goes behind that. Uh, they they followed closely um, a few different people. The one of the guys that that specialized in making the snow for the show. Yeah, uh, they followed some makeup artists and and people like that they followed one guy who had been an extra uh an extra soldier throughout throughout most of the show aaron Uh, Rodgers? no no, it was not aaron Rodgers. oh it was it was andrew mcclay was that his name um but he was like he was so so into it and and his roles and and stuff and he was like he had a little bit of screen time like here and there throughout the the seasons Mm -hmm. Um, but it was it was really cool to see how enthusiastic he was about it um, they didn't show too much of the main character stuff. There was a little bit. Uh, some of the characters' final scenes they showed. Um, and then they showed some parts from the table read they did before they started, like, filming, uh, where all the characters were, you know, sitting in the, you know, on these big tables and uh, showing their reactions to finding out what, what happens was, was really cool. 
Yeah, um, but it's definitely definitely watch it if you're into Game of Thrones. Um, it's it was well worth well worth the watch. It was uh, it was very cool. So, so I have a question. In yeah. Game of Thrones, was there a scene where a dragon was scorching soldiers? Oh yeah, there's a few of those. Okay, because I think somebody photoshopped Spyro as the dragon. Oh yeah, yeah, blowing the fire. <laughs> okay, so I that that was Game of Thrones. I thought it was, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. I got a good chuckle when I saw that though. Yep. <laughs> Yes, that did happen. So that was cool. I'll get there. I'm going to be watching Game of Thrones at some point. Yeah, eh, you know, give it at least give it a shot. If you don't like it, then you can stop watching. I imagine I'll like it. I can't imagine I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. Uh, we painted our living room this past week. We're finally getting sick of the, and it's not down down here in the basement. Uh, but there's like the all the walls in the house when we bought it were like a a yellowish whitish color and it's just ugly and dirty uh we've painted my my oldest son and my daughter's bedrooms a couple months ago probably um, but finally we're starting to like paint the rest of the house so we painted the living room we're gonna paint the hallway the kitchen's coming up in the next probably couple weeks uh, and then we're gonna paint our bedroom and then we just have to paint the twins bedroom and then the whole upstairs will be painted finally because um, it's everything like even trim is just this horrible dirty yellowish whitish color Blech, it's nasty, but it looks a hundred times better with with the paint on it. With a little more color added with, in, yeah, with some color, and then uh, we took off the ugly shades that were on the window, the big windows in our living room and dining room, uh, that made it look like a sleazy seventies motel. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a big change, and it looks looks a lot better. Uh, it feels like a, a new house, even though it's it is a new house. To, for yeah, us. It feels like an even newer house. So. Um, there was that. And then my last thing, uh, I designed some Thumbstick Athletes shirts. We Did you not... really? Yeah, I showed you. Uh, wait. Oh, those were shirts? Well, they're, they were, I showed you the logo for the, for the shirt. So gotcha, we haven't gotcha. had shirts in a good long while. Uh, I wanted to try to do like a logo for something that we like. So I took the Rocket League logo, uh, and I made shirts with them. Um, I think I might change it a little bit before I... And I also want to order one and get it and see what the logo looks like before I, you know, make them available for people to buy. Um, but it's been a long time since we've had shirts. Probably three or four years since we've had shirts for people to buy, so... It's been a while, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna order one first and test it out and make sure it comes out okay before I, I you know, make those available. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the Rocket League logo. Um, with the car taken out of it, obviously, in our our controller on the shield part, and then it says thumbstick athletes where it says Rocket League. It's came out pretty good. I think I might tilt the controller too to make it look like it's hitting the ball. Um, but yeah, I was I was pretty happy with how it came out. So yeah, I actually thought it was pretty good. Corey and I were gaming, and we're like, "Damn, it's really getting into Photoshop." <laughs> it was uh, Paint.net is what I use. Paint.net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I liked it's how it looked. Free, free Photoshop. So, uh, I'll probably do a few other logos. Uh, you know, the turned into Thumbstick Athletes logo. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all. I feel like I had something else, but well, whatever. All right, well, let's get into what we played. Uh, should we do a little Fell Seal talk? Yeah, we can do Fell Seal. Um, how far are you? I am eight. I've played about eight hours. Okay, gotcha. I just did the first seal. Okay. Um, and a, like one battle after that. So, okay. 
Um, I think you, I forgot what temple that is, but yeah, I don't remember either. Temple or something. <laughs> I don't remember either. either, even though I just did it. Uh, I really like the game so far. It's definitely a very uh, Final Fantasy Tactics esque game. But yeah. I actually think I like some of the classes in this one more than I like the Final Fantasy Tactics classes. Yeah, the classes are way cooler in this one, in my opinion. They're a little bit more um, fun. Because, mm-hmm. like, in Tactics, it's like, oh, the Samurai, the Lancer. But in this one, like, you can get a character that can imbue his blade to do debuffs. Yeah. Like, that's kind of cool. Now, yeah. like, my, I've been using Kyrie as a War Mage right now. Okay. So, like, with the secondary of the Marked class so uh-huh. like i've just been attacking for like 200 damage with like my staff of fire or water and like nice. it's crazy so it's a lot it's a lot of fun to mix and match uh like mix and match different abilities and cool cool stuff that they add in this game yeah i really really dig it so far um and it didn't take me long to get into it either like that first battle that i did i was like oh my god this game's awesome and then i I slowly like started to learn some of the systems a little bit. Like I like how you upgrade items. Uh, that's really really cool. Um, so yeah, I just love it. Uh, but we'll we'll have an episode on it next week. Uh, but yeah, so far uh, very 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 solid first impressions on on Felseal. I'm gonna have it try and have a beat by next next week. I would I'm... like to. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe I'll put in a late night of of playing Felseal. So. I don't know how long it is. Oh. Corey said thirty something hours. It wasn't on how long to beat, so or it hadn't been last time I checked. Um, checking, checking on Steam. Yeah. But yeah, it's on Steam. It's on PlayStation Four, and it's on Xbox. It needs to be on the Switch because that would be the perfect platform for it. I bet it would sell buttloads on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, some people are saying 20, some people are saying 60. <laughs> yeah, it probably depends on how much grinding you do, which I've done a little bit of. Yeah, I've been grinding a lot of the classes right now. Because, uh, like, I, there's a lot of classes that I wanted to get because I looked them up, like the like the Assassin and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I wanted that, or Mage, the secret classes. So uh-huh. I've been doing that stuff, so I've been grinding a lot. And, like, I'm six, seven, eight levels above, like, the story stuff right now. Oh, so. nice. Uh, Which makes yeah. it easier too. I like being overpowered and I do too. through the, the stages. Yeah, I, I like that way more. Okay. Anything else you've been playing, Will? I played Persona, but I had no idea what was going on. Sure. Is it a continuation from the previous Persona games, or is it its own story? I think it's its own story. Okay. Yeah we we have zero experience with the Persona series zero so. What I will say is, yes, there will be me playing a lot more of this, but as of right now, my one hour, basically what happens is this main character, who I don't even know his name, because I think you can name him, actually. It's Joker. You play as Joker, for people who are played Smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets kicked out of his school for sticking up for somebody, but like he got into a fight, and that person was a powerful person, and... You get basically kicked out of school, and your parents have to like send you to another area, to another school. So you're living with somebody else. After that, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's uh, I will be playing that. I want to beat Felseal first, I think, before I go back. Okay. Yeah, especially so. since we're 
at least probably doing an episode on that. If for whatever reason Corey can't join us, we'll wait. Because, I mean, he was the one that got us into it. Yeah. Um, he bought it. or I think he saw it somewhere and bought it and played it. He streamed it, too, which I, I enjoyed because I, I watched it. And I was like, ah, I'm going to play this. So that's when I played it and loved it. And it turns out it's really good. It turns out it's really good. That's right. Good job, Corey. We actually listened to him this time. For once, yes. Still have not played Enderall, but I did play Felseal. Nope, no Enderall yet. <laughs> His game of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Alright, anything else, Will? No. I've, like I said, just working my way through the backlog games while simultaneously trying to play new games. Yeah, I hear you. A lot. Um, the... Do you know what's even coming out Like that is worth playing? Mario Maker 2 at the end of the month. There's yeah, a Mario. few there's a few indies that are coming out soon that I'm I'm interested in and some stuff to the Switch. Um, but I don't think anything big's coming out anytime soon. I want to play that Total War 3 Kingdoms, but that's got to wait until I get a new PC. Yeah, not just that, but the, those games are are really really long and in depth. The only reason I'm even interested is because of Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, it's the same uh, so... same historical era. So that I'm gonna probably get Crash Team Nitro or Racing, oh, okay. probably Mario Maker. Yeah, I'm calling Fire Emblem right July, and a July, but so that's a ways away. Oh, Fire Emblem! I thought Fire Emblem was August. Basically August, July 26th. Oh yeah, it is July 26th. Astral Chains in August. Maybe that's what you were thinking. Oh, of. I got them switched. Yeah. Honestly, there's not a whole lot really coming out. No, so June, yeah. uh, Persona Q2, if you have a 3DS, that's that's interesting. Um, Slay the Spire on Nintendo Switch is June 6th, so that, that was one of, the, one of the indies I was talking about that I'm going to get. Um, yeah, that and Mario Maker 2 are probably the only games in June I'm going to get. July fire emblem definitely but i'm I'm not really seeing anything in july no maybe wolfenstein yeah what's control don't know it's a remedy game Hmm. third person shooter action action adventure uh rad is what i'm gonna get rad that's from um oh dang it double fine Okay, the roguelike. So, yeah, that looks really, really interesting. Uh, obviously, Astral Chain I'm going to get. And then to September, Borderlands 3. When is that Maybe. Baldo game have a release date? Does what? I don't think that Baldo. I don't think so. There seems to be like a lot of games that are supposed to be coming out this year, but none have been like confirmed, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of stuff on the on the maybe list for 2019, unscheduled Ooh, that, releases. Rad does look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Double fine. They do good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the only other things I played other than Felseal was I played a little bit of Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, my son wanted to fire it up again, so we played a little Smash. It took me a little while to get back into the controls. Um, but I found that my I had my inkling 
you know, my inkling was my main. Um, I was better with her than I thought I would be after having not played in four or five months, probably get four a, months. Get a, get a little break and you get that skill going again. Yeah, exactly. Way better. Yeah, if I, if I spent maybe another hour, I would probably be close to where I was when I stopped playing. Uh, but yeah, I played some of the World of Light. I still have to finish that because I want to get a beaten game for that. Um, and that's really fun. And I beat some of the stuff I hadn't wasn't able to beat when I was playing it before, so... So that's good, but that yeah. game's that game's so good. Hundred percent. Yeah. I well, I gotta get back to World of Light and beat it. Yeah. Uh, and then the only other thing I played is my son wanted to play Snipper Clips, so we played a little Snipper Clips together, which is a really fun puzzle game that I also have to finish. I still like playing games with a child. It's fun. He uh, did a lot better in Snipper Clips than I thought he would. That's gotta be such a rewarding feeling to just yeah. like. This is my spawn that I'm playing this with. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's great. Um, they keep wanting to have Mario Kart. We we do Mario Kart maybe once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ask us like when it's literally time for bed, instead of asking us like right after we put the twins to bed. It's like, you know, eight forty five, and they're supposed to be getting in bed, and they're like, ah, oh, we want to have a game night. We want to play Mario Kart. I'm like, it's like, nope. It's time. <laughs> ask us forty minutes earlier, and we would have said yes. So. They just don't want to go to bed. No, it's one of their stall tactics for for bedtime. Smart move. Yeah, and unfortunately, sometimes we fall for it. <laughs> you gotta. Sometimes you gotta. Well, it's mostly it. because we don't have the strength to fight with them all the time about everything. It's like okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we lack the the stamina. Oh, hey Dan, yeah. I forgot to bring this up in nibble bits. Cadence of Hyrule is supposed to come out. Oh, that's week. right. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in that. I'll see what that's about. Looks I think cool. it's a rhythm game, but... Yeah, it's it's from the makers of Crypt of the Necrodancer. And I have no rhythm, but I'm still interested. Yeah. Uh, people love Crypt of the Necrodancer, so... The only... Because nice I'm looking fit. through... I was just looking through the unscheduled releases and saw Cadence of Hyrule, and I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's that's... that's They just announced that's next week. I think the 6th also, maybe. Did I get an official? I don't know if it got an official. Oh, right now it's just next week. Roll release date. There's rumors that data leaked uh, for Thursday, May 30th. Oh, tomorrow. Huh. Yeah, I guess so. I guess we'll see. Nice. It'll be tomorrow. Okay. Uh, anything else? Well, I think that's everything, right? Everything we played. Yeah. Uh, the HTML source code was now changed to June twentieth. Okay. So the end okay. of the month. So end of June. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because that looks interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, feedback. Let's get into feedback. Uh, so we got one piece of feedback, which is once again from Idaho Jake, who says, "Hey guys." I'll take Sirius Sam BFE for his, his game win from last week. He says, the only thing I have uh, for predictions is we will see more old games from past E3s. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> then new games, he said. Uh, thanks, guys, and have a great night. Yeah, yeah he's probably. so right. I, one thing we didn't cover, what what games do you think we'll see remastered? 
There was apparently a 4chan leak of Assassin, the original Assassin's Creed, but they did say that they're not doing any Assassin's Creed this year, so... As or cool any as new that, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, the 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 verbiage or the 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 way they say it is important. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I would be all aboard on Assassin's Creed One remake. That would be amazing. Yeah, because I really, I mean, I love the first one. I spent a ton of time playing that back in the day. And like, I yeah, I haven't even gone back to that game since the first, like, playing it the first time. So like, I'd be all aboard that. I guess the the playstation 4 and xbox well actually no the xbox one x is the only one that does it but the uh ubisoft put out a patch for one and x capabilities so it's like a graphical upgrade oh really yeah uh, assassin's creed odyssey no the first assassin's creed oh really yeah Hmm. so that's cool it'd be interesting to see what that looks like but yeah no i'd be all for that i i don't know any game that'll get remastered that's a tough one because you never really know yeah and it seems like the ones you expect to be remastered aren't yeah like how has the mass effect trilogy not been remastered i don't know that's a war crime (laughs) it really is at least you know remaster the first one into the more modern combat system put them out yeah put them out on the new consoles like why why not like i don't get it are the Mass Effect games available for Xbox One backwards compatibility? They are, yeah, they are. But okay. like Sony, as stubborn as they are, they can't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Just put them out. Do a very minor graphical overhaul. Yeah, like I said, if they could re- at least redo the first one with the the combat system from two and three, that would be amazing. Oh yeah, that'd be the best. And fix the Mako parts because they were pretty bad too. <laughs> That's part of the charm of the first one. <laughs> Bad Mako play. Yeah, I mean, at least if you could, like, save your progress during it. So if you died, you didn't have to do the whole freaking thing over again. Yeah, that was brutal. Maybe put the hover tank in there instead of the the Mako. Yeah. All right, anything else, Will? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, so Jake is the winner, winner chicken dinner again. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, I've got my laptop so I can do the. Can I got one on this, and I can send him his game. I got one twenty-seven as my first game. All right. Oh, come on. I should have had this ready to go. All right. So Jake again. One twenty-seven is the swapper hey that's good that's a good one 93 93 puzzle agent 2 okay that's not bad either 125 125 monaco i like that game i think eric hated it though yeah it was was good 11 11 contagion not bad either 145 145 is gone 14 14 gone 120 120 is symphony 
Wow. Six. Nope, we're good. We got five. Oh, really? Yep. 127 is the Swapper. 93 is Puzzle Agent 2. 125 is Monaco. 11 is Contagion. 120 is Symphony. So let us know what you want, Jake. Uh, I will get Serious Sam BFE sent out to you probably now, pretty soon here. And let us know what you want for next week. Uh, yes. As for next week's episode, as I said, we are going to be doing Felseal. Uh, at least on, unless Corey, for whatever reason, can't do it, then we'll, we'll push it back another week. Uh, maybe even two weeks, because we'll have to do our E3 recap for Wednesday's episode in two weeks. I think uh, we make fresh. him record it next week. He's fine. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> just do it, Corey. Don't mess up our plans. Just do the main segment. I don't think we should push Felsiel another two weeks. No, I agree. We should get it out because I, I really think people should play it. It's that and game. it's a game that I bet people who really like it are looking for content on it, and it's not really being covered. I Yeah, I agree. So, uh, And once it comes to the Nintendo Switch, I think it's going to be really popular. Yeah, I... I, I with you 100 percent on that it's literally the perfect game and i know i say that a lot but it's literally the perfect game for the switch maybe we'll get final fantasy tactics on the switch too now nah you're right <laughs> all right that'll do it for episode 410 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan i'm well thanks for listening and get out of my basement One, two, three, four.